Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. <laughs> and we are back with a not Fan X episode. So we're just our normal episode. And we're doing Static Picks. It's been a month or so. so. I'm going to pre-apologize. Um, I have to do this from my phone today. And so I'm sitting in my room in a nest of dogs. I have uh, Fern... <laughs> with me and then samson who is a pug so breathing is hard so I'll, if it gets too out of control i will mute it but if you hear weird pug breathing vader noises in the background everything's fine it's mm -hmm. just roadie <laughs> yeah to totally understandable it's not me <laughs> unless sure. i was sleeping oh. And I then I found should, exactly the same. We should use that like for any time we have a weird noise on the show going forward. Just be like, it's, it's just roadie. It's Sorry. just roadie. <laughs> no big deal. Don't even worry about it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so you guys recovered from Fan X? Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't that bad this year. Normally I get a little bit of the, what they call the con crud, but mm -hmm. I felt like the next day I was really, really tired. Like Sunday yeah. I was just exhausted, but yeah. I was feeling fine health wise. So yeah, I think I'm going to wear masks like just from here on out uh -huh. like yeah. even when we don't have to, because I usually get a little bit of the con crowd and I didn't, but yeah, I was, I was tired. Um, but like this whole week has been like my old life used to be three years ago. Mm. Like I had movie screenings every, like I went from, Let's see, we went from Disneyland, the trip to Disneyland, to Fanex for three days, and then it's movie season. So all the movies that were supposed to come out right now, and then all the movies that were supposed to come out last year right now, are all coming out at the same time. <laughs> so this, this week alone, I've spent like 12 and a half hours in screenings so that I could review this week's movies and next week's movies. Wow, wow. Next week, I have a few screenings, but not as much. But like the October 1st and 8th, there are so many movies. Can you give like us coming any, out. Uh, which one's been your favorite? Oh, so far, like I really, I really liked Bond. I'm, I will be sending, um, I, I will have my James Bond review to Jake um, probably by tomorrow morning so he can put it up on the Stolen Droids website. Cool. Um, and I really did like um, the Many Saints of Newark, like that. I've heard good things about both of those. Yeah, yeah I heard. wasn't like I watched The Sopranos and I like I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like a super fan. Mm -hmm. um, but I enjoyed it. But I do love that style of movie. Yeah, and I really liked how they gave us everything that we love about The Sopranos. But this is all pre. This is when Tony Soprano's young but you see all the characters that we liked in the movie, but they're all young and they all look like those characters. Mm. It's crazy how they found actors and actresses that looked and acted like them that were also good. And mm. then when you throw Leslie Odom Jr. in the mix, mm. who I didn't, I, I purposefully I have been trying not to learn about movies before going in now, except for Marvel movies. That's the only one that I learn everything about. Um, and I didn't know he was in it. So it was nice that when he popped up on screen, I was like, whoa. And then he was really, really good. And they left it kind of hanging like maybe there could be another movie. And he oh, would be the main Ooh. focus because they do get into the social issues of that time period um, with black Americans in New York going through like this revolution this racial revolution mm -hmm. um and so that yeah was. they it, it's it was really um cool that they took that on instead of just sticking to you know what we would think that they would stick to yeah. um and of course i mean when you think about the sopranos you think about the music that they use right. um and they do that for this movie there are a lot of really cool moments and the, the music that they put to it um was really neat so that's very great. enjoyable. I, yeah. Now I heard, I heard with Bond, it's like a direct continuation of Spectre. Is that correct? If you haven't seen Spectre, 
you'll it's probably still like I haven't seen it in a while. I the last time I saw it was when it came out, and I saw it yeah. like twice in that time period. Um, but I think if you haven't seen it, you're still going to understand. It's a James Bond movie, right? right. But right. you'll there will be more things that connect. It is almost a three-hour movie. To me, wow. it didn't feel like three hours, but I was the last one to give my like statement to the studios after all the film critics, and I was the only one that said I enjoyed it. So really? this, Nobody, is, yeah. this is the thing. This is wow. the thing. I don't go into a James Bond movie thinking it needs to prove something to me. Right. I right. go into a James Bond movie to see fast cars, to see gadgets, to Exotic see action. Locations. And with the Daniel Craig movies to feel all the feelings, happy, sad, you know, drama, like he has all of it to see gorgeous women that are smart and that could also kill you. Like, these are all the reasons I watched James Bond and they gave you all of those things. Right. And they went all, they did, they did um, shout outs, like throwbacks to the movies in the sixties and seventies. Oh, cool. So if you've been a Bond fan for a while, you will look at some of the things that they gave us. And you're like, yeah, like that's yes, yes. So, right, that's and cool. then they updated it, but this is, the, and they gave him his hero moment, which he needed and he deserved. This is the last one of these James Bond, because James Bond has had those moments over the years where it's changed. It's done a few right. movies and then it has this little change method. But this throws back to all the movies leading up to this point that after this movie, things are going to be different. And they I set that so. up. So that you know, and at the end of the credits, it says James Bond will be back. So, so they they gave us what we needed. They closed it. I feel like for me, it was like Endgame. Mm, I yeah. felt very satisfied at the end. They gave it, me everything it, I wanted and needed as a fan, and they did right by the main character. And leaves yeah. you excited to see what comes next. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. But it's well, true. Right. Good, good, good. I, I've I've heard similar to to what you mentioned, Val. A lot of critics have not been a huge fan of. I mean, they've most of them have said it's at least better than Spectre, which I guess a lot did not like Spectre I, very much. I wasn't a big fan of Spectre, yeah. but I remember. But it's been a couple years, so. But but I agree too that if you're going to a James Bond movie, you should have certain expectations, <laughs> and if you have other expectations, then you're probably going to be disappointed. So, yeah. yeah. But. Well, and, and you mentioned that you're going to have your review up, and I think that's something that people can look forward to from from all three of us. I think we talked about at FanX that we're going to start writing some more reviews. Um, probably, Val's probably going to write mostly the new stuff because mm-hmm. she gets to go see those screeners, but Tracy yeah. and I will put some reviews up as well, um, maybe tie in with our theme for the month or things like that. So it should be a lot of fun. So hopefully we'll give you some more content content to enjoy, and hopefully I can talk through the rest of this episode. I'll I try my hardest. Hello. Hello. He likes to be real close. Oh, <laughs> buddy. So I've got my camera at a weird angle and my screen is down here. So I wasn't looking at my screen. And so all I heard was just Tracy all of a sudden, hello. Hello. <laughs> and I thought, well, That's one the of the puppies must be there. Be a nice puppy. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so I love it. Like, I, so I lost one of my dogs this week and I'm so sorry. And like Fern is just kind of, like every time I come home, she's like looking around and she's, I think, re- like starting to realize it's maybe not- Samson's not coming back. And like you have the conversation, but whatever. But Rody, because he hasn't been around Samson as much, he just kind of knows there's something wrong. And so he's been very, like they both have been very close, but Fern's she's starting to get a little sad and worried. So yeah. I love how pets know that sort of thing. Yeah. Like I, I've had times where I've had like dental issues and come home after being mm-hmm. at the dentist for several hours and the cat just wants to crawl up and lay right on your chest type of thing. So, yeah. 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 It's pretty incredible how in tune they are with, with their uh, human friends or parents, yeah. however you want to refer to yourself. Uh, I, I at least avoided master because that sounds obviously That's wrong. <laughs> if anything, they own me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. Samson. Like I uh Samson, I was basically like at his beck and call all the time. We spent probably the most time together just because of some of the issues that he had and mm-hmm. um 
So that's, it's just weird for me because my day had a lot to do with him. And now I'm like, just kind of, you know, like waking up three times a night thinking I have to get up to take him out and I wake up and then I get sad again. Cause I don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it'll like losing anybody else. Yep. There's always going to be that hole, but it'll, yeah. it'll heal a little bit with time. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we are doing staff picks again. Our last staff picks, I believe was Westerns. I think was the last one I think we did. Oh, so. it's been a little yeah, while. It's been a little while. Uh, but we are picking this time three of our favorite G-rated films each. So this is this was an interesting exercise for me. There, I think there's a lot of G-rated films out there, mm-hmm. and um, some of them are definitely like not all G-rated films are equal as far as the content that's in there, <laughs> right. as far as the audience that they're geared toward, and, mm-hmm. and people don't think about that. Um, Steph, our friend from Cutscenes and Cupcakes, commented on on one of my Facebook posts and was like, "How is like Willy Wonka and Gone with the Wind and <laughs> Pinocchio rated G?" Well, the well, rating I system. I picked one that's controversial. Surprise, surprise. Nice. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what we picked because the rating system has changed over time. Right, so what right. used to get a G isn't going to get a G anymore um, because PG has come along and PG thirteen has come along and. Honestly, the rating systems are all arbitrary anyway, so nobody mm-hmm. really knows what all the rules are, and I don't think the people making the ratings also know what all the rules are. So, I mean, it's just like, did you get them on a good day? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've read I mean, directors who like trim out like ten seconds of a movie and submit it, and then get the rating that they want. You know, yeah. it's, it's so. I, I mean, I think there are a few out there, like, if you have this many F-words, then it'll still be PG-13, but if you cross that you line, get, then it'll be... You get one. Yeah. I think you and get I think, one, and it can't be in a uh, sexual content. Right. Right. So, there are some kind of hard, fast rules out there, but I, I don't know. So, to answer your question, Steph, nobody really knows why any movie's rated anything, <laughs> but I think with time, the ratings have changed, and, you know, a serious movie like Gone with the Wind did get a general audience's rating, you know, mm-hmm. years and years and years ago, but uh, may not have, I mean, I think it would be at least PG, maybe, you know, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Well, nowadays it would be dark and gritty and there'd be more sex and profanity. Anyway, <laughs> so. How but, dare you generalize us like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But let's, let's talk about the movies that we did pick. I tried so our friend Adrian commented on our Instagram mm-hmm. post and said, mm-hmm. anything Disney animated, which was a shocker coming from Adrian, that that's what he would say <laughs> as far as favorite G-rated movies. And I tried to stay away from just picking Disney yeah. animated films because there's a lot of those. And we all drink the Disney Kool-Aid and we all think they're fantastic. And so I was like, I don't want to do three of those films. So I'm interested to see what you guys picked. Let's start with you today, Tracy. Am I doing all three or are we doing yeah, all, one? all, all three. three? Okay. Um, I do have uh, a couple of Disney ones just because I am. And just... that's fine. I wasn't saying you couldn't pick Disney no, 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 ones. No, totally. All right. Yeah. It, it, it's just, uh, I'm with you I, uh, looking through lists of G rated films and it's like, there's not a ton outside of the Disney name that you'd go. That's a really good movie. Like there's somewhere you're like, Okay, but it's not one that you'd be like, that's that's something. So my first pick, I'm going back deep into my uh, childhood. Uh, I'm going to pick the uh, Walt Disney's Robin Hood. Okay. It's just a musical version. Um, it, that one was one of my mom's favorites, and we watched it all the time growing up. And the, the little rabbits. Um, <laughs> <it> just... <laughs> Just crack me up. There's there's so much uh, heart and humor. And I love little John with his uh, solid gold hubcaps, you know, and <laughs> the sheriff of Nottingham's flirting with him. And um, there's just some there's some great, great moments in there. Um, my second one I'm going with is a more modern one. And this one is under the Pixar umbrella. Um, I don't believe we've talked about this one on the show. Um, Ratatouille. Okay. And I know that's not everybody. I know, I know it's not Val's cup of tea. But... Whatever, it's on my list. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be no. I thought it was it's not my that. cup of tea. The things you were giving with the food. Pointy. It's I about eating sure. food. 
Horse is my cup of tea. It's just like I the definition like, of her cup of tea. But the look that you gave with the evil pointy finger, I was like, uh-oh. Just my face. Okay. <laughs> just my face. Well, you're facing a lot today. Can you just face less, please? Could you Apparently. give less face? Do a Nick Cage and just face off. Anyway, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, he'd win. He has so many faces. <laughs> Um, I love Ratatouille. That's that why it's one, on my list. I love Brad Bird. I think Brad Bird is a seriously underrated director. I even really enjoyed Tomorrowland, which a lot of people did not. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a lot in that movie that really resonated with me. But Ratatouille, the whole um, anybody can be great. Anybody can cook. You know, you just have to put in the time and have the passion for it. I think Patton Oswald's um, vocal work in that one is sublime. Um, his brother Emil just cracks me up. Um, they just celebrated the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, and mm -hmm. the Ratatouille ride opened up in Epcot in the French. I Pindle. know, I'm so mm -hmm. excited. It is really cool. I got to ride it in France. Um, and I haven't been to Walt Disney World since it opened, of course, because just barely opened a couple days. That ago. was like just yeah, yeah. Just this but, week. Um, it's a really fun ride. It's a 3d ride. Um, th so 3d glasses, there's screens all around you. The cars all move independently from each other. There's no track. Um, it's, it's really quite, quite a bit of fun. Um, but some of the camera work is just so delightful. The scene of Remy trying to escape the kitchen mm -hmm. and he runs underneath the stove and the pilot light turns on and just the coloring is just beautiful. Um, I love the sequence where he's talking about how when you add different foods together and it creates this brand new taste and they have well, very abstract. Uh, well, what I loved about that sequence. scene is I feel like they took a little bit of what we loved about Fantasia, uh -huh. like old Disney, you know, mm -hmm. silly symphonies Fantasia. And they kind of put it into this new Pixar, you know, um, movie and made it, you know, Pixar it up. I don't know if that's like an, yeah. uh, but yeah, I know I love, it was very creative and it wasn't taken for, from something else. It, mm -hmm. you know, it was, I, I really liked it. It was innovative and creative. Smart. And I think we could all relate because we all have those people in our family, you know, that are like, what are you doing with your life? You know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And then mm -hmm. you have, you know, you have the one person that's a little bit more like Remy that kind of want to, wants to get out there and try everything. Hmm. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, I mean, even though it was about, you know, rats and some really awkward kid, like it was about family and friendships yeah. and listening to people. And, uh, you know, when all of the rats tie the health inspector up <laughs> and throw him yeah. into the thing and then they tie the other guy up and throw him in there and they're both just looking at each other. <laughs> so great. Well, and uh, they and have them all hide on the little black things and the floors, just all the details. I love even, it. Even Janine Garofalo does a great job on the vo vocal work. Like, I like how you say that, not, like you expect her not well, to do a good job. She's got a very distinct voice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. sometimes in animated films, like you hear the voice and you immediately know who the actor is. Yeah. And you don't, it, you don't, she does not sound like herself in that role, which I think is, is fantastic. Um, the, I love the backstory of the making of this movie. They had another director and the, the film was just not working out and they hired Brad Bird and Brad Bird rewrote the script in a week and came in and met with the team. And he said, you know what? We've got a year. I know you've been working on this for three years. We now have one year until release date and we're going to make our release date. So it's going to take a lot of hours and a lot of overtime, but we're going to make a really good movie. And, and they did. Um, that one just works for me on a lot of levels. And I love that they are so conscious of showing Remy always washing his hands mm -hmm. and he doesn't crawl around on four on the four legs. No, he's he on his hind legs. Yeah. So his hands are never touching the ground. And then he's constantly washing his hands before he prepares the food. And and I, I some people just can't get past the idea of rats in the kitchen. And I get that. But there's just there's so much more to it. The the yeah. montage where he makes the soup is just, yeah. just sublime animation. Um, my final pick, I'm going to go back in a, a little bit of a time capsule 
um, not one that's super mainstream, and it's The Last Unicorn. So I picked three animated okay. films this time. Uh, I'm a big Peter S. Beagle fan. I got to meet him at FanX a couple years ago and actually purchase a um, an original print or a, an original slide from the actual print of the movie, um, which is really cool. But that one deals with this unicorn. Um, she wants to see and explore the world. There's an evil um, King Hagrid, who is voiced by uh, Christopher Lee, who wants to capture all the unicorns and, and keep them to himself in the sea. And there's this giant red bull. You've got Alan Arkin as Schmendrick, the magician. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you've got Jeff Bridges in there. Um, I can't remember the guy who does the voice of the skeleton that wants to drink the wine. That skeleton used to scare the crap out of me as a kid. Cause I used to watch this movie all the time. And that yep. skeleton man. But, but his voice is so funny. Yeah. Like he's like, but what about the wine? <laughs> you know? It's like, I, I love that idea. Cause it's, it kind of reminded me when I was a kid of uh, like Pirates of the Caribbean, where they have mm -hmm. the, the the animatronic of the skeleton drinking the wine and you just seeing it go right through him. I, yeah. I love, I love that you bring that up about how terrifying the skeleton is. Cause I think that's very like, that's a hallmark of a good eighties kids movie is mm -hmm. that there's something just terrifying in the movie. Like somehow when people were making these movies, they're like, ah, oh, the kids will be fine. Let's just terrify them. Let's like, it's no problem. Yeah, and that literally was the dark ages of animation during yeah. Yeah. Like the eighties and the last part of the nineties or the, the beginning of the nineties mm. was, you know, the villains were still villains and there were still very dark parts of these because fairy tales and fables, they're not cute. Like yeah. they've got, they've got cute moments if you go all the way back, but they were full of horror and terror and like all of this stuff because of a well-rounded um, folklore fairy tale, you know, <laughs> has very, very good, and very, very bad. And it's this circle of storytelling. Um, and I love, that's why I think I love, you know, the dark ages of, of Disney and all these other animated because they were, yeah, they scared the crap out of me, but it was this, you went from very dark to very, you know, to very good. Mm -hmm. um, the Red and, Bull used to scare me to death. Oh my gosh, that Red yeah. Bull. Yeah. <laughs> it did not give you wings. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, but I loved I loved Schmendrick. I thought Schmendrick was just a, a highlight. I love the 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 scene at the carnival with the old woman who's keeping the unicorn, and oh, she <laughs> there's some dark moments in that one, but that one is is really really good to me. So those are my three for this week. All right, Val, you want to do yours last, or you want to go next? I'm I mean I'm fine. I one of them's already gone, so I only have two left. <laughs> But it's I wanna, fun I wanna, that Tracy and I actually agreed on something for once. I know. It's, well, and I, and I like Ratatouille as well. I would love to, we should do an episode on it. There's so much to talk about with Ratatouille. Yeah. So that would be, um, maybe that's film. the episode that maybe we have our little friend on, um, you know, with one yeah. of our, one of our Disney loving friends mm -hmm. on with, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So the first one um, is Ponyo. Mm, okay. Uh, Ponyo, I love so much. And this is the Disney version of the story. And this is Disney's try um, kind of do, you know, something different. And I know I don't, I have not watched a lot of anime mm -hmm. in my life. I've watched all the big ones, you know, that, that everybody talks about, but I haven't gotten, like, I've never done a deep dive into anime, but for me, I just, I thought Ponyo was so great. You did have, you know, that villain that was also kind of not a villain at the same time, which was her dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I just froze up, but. You're here. No, you're good. Oh, okay. For some reason, my screen is frozen, but. Oh, nope, um, so Ponyo is a fish. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't want to be a fish and who uh, magically turns into the most rambunctious little girl ever. And her father, um, you know, he has a job in the sea, but, you know, is kind of, it's kind of almost like a weird version of the little mermaid to me. Um, mm -hmm. But I love it. And she meets this little boy who is just so fantastic. I just think the animation is so much fun. The first, 
like the the sequence at the beginning of the movie before the movie even starts the music and the animation before it even gets into the movie is so beautiful and i did get to screen this one when i worked at disney on the big screen um and it was i was just mesmerized by these opening credits and this animation and this music and then getting into just this you know, fun, like it was kind of a dark story, but it was also just super fun. And as I don't have you guys both seen Ponyo? It's been a while, but yeah. 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 So when they're racing through, you know, the, the city because the water is coming, like that animation, that part of the animation with things kind of popping up out of the water and then they mm-hmm. see things that, you know, that I feel like as a kid, there may, those may, things may have been there in the ocean and we never saw right. them because we weren't paying attention. Like I love all of that. And she just ate so much. Like she ate, like just watching her eat was <laughs> so much fun to me, but it was just, to me, it was just, it was such a good story, but it was just like, every time I think of it, it just makes me smile as a movie. Yeah, like sure. I just think it was so much fun. They gave these characters, these two kids, so much brightness, I guess, in their personalities, even though there mm-hmm. were some, you know, kind of, there were some things going on around them that weren't um, so, you know, so bright and light. Um, and the music was fun and the animation I just thought was so different and fun for me at the time, again, because I, you know, hadn't seen a lot of anime and I know this isn't true anime. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, like Disney's version, but they did bring in, and I forget the director's name, and I'm on my cell phone, so I can't. Hayao, Ma- Hayao Mazazaki? I yep. think. Yeah, so yeah. they did bring in Mayazaki. some professionals, you know, to to give it that feel. But I think what that could be is, like, Ponyo could be a gateway of anime to people that would have never otherwise, like, watched it. Because it is, like, if you're not into it, to me, sometimes anime feels a little overwhelming because I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. To even, like, where do I go? So I usually watch all the bigger movies that come out, but I haven't seen a lot of the television, like the series and the shows and everything like that. So well, and there's and yeah. there's different subgenres in anime yeah. too. So it just depends yeah. on what it's just, you want. There's so much. It's such a big yeah. world. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to me, Ponyo is beautiful and pretty. The music was amazing. Um, I could, as an adult, I could watch that all the time. Yeah. Uh, sure. My second pick. Um, was Ratatouille, and we talked about that one. And then my third pick is a little controversial because um, there are a lot of mommy blogs over the past, I don't know, five years about why this movie is still rated G. Um, and I think that's just a bunch of poo for me. Um, and it's My Fair Lady. Um, oh, my Fair Lady, to me, um, should still re- be G-rated. Yes, there are people smoking in the film, Yes, there are people drinking in the film, but mm. for me, and we've all done it, if you've ever babysat a kid or a niece, a nephew, or your own kids, and you're like, hey, you're going to go watch Monsters, Inc. for an hour because I got to get some stuff done, and you set them in front of the TV and they watch Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. You're, I still think you could set your kid in front of My Fair Lady, and they would yeah. have a good time, and they would enjoy it, if they pick up a cigarette that you left on the table and start smoking as a toddler, that's on you. Maybe you shouldn't have that there. Maybe you should have your liquor in the liquor cabinet. Like this is like, for me, I just, I don't think that movies should be parenting. I think that Mm -hmm. movies are Mm -hmm. good. Um, I think that films and you guys know, I feel strongly about this in media are a good, um, bound like a board to get you into, good conversations about things that maybe are difficult for you to have with your kids. Right. Right. But my fair lady, it is visually stunning. There are great musical numbers. It's hilarious in even just what they're doing, like what the story is about. Let's grab this, you know, woman and see if we can turn her into, you know, someone in society. And then as they're changing her, they're also changing and realize maybe the things that, we think are important aren't as important as we think they are, which I think is a great message for anyone, but also right. kids. But again, as a little girl, I'm just looking at this movie and I'm, there's so much visually to take in. It's so beautiful. Um, and it did make me feel like, well, I don't sound like them, but then there's also people that are around me that I don't sound like, and maybe I don't need to change. Like it's fun mm-hmm. to dress up every once in a while, but I'm, 
probably just okay being me. Yep. So I like it, but a lot of people think it should be at least rated PG. I had not Um, heard that controversy. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of blogs. Google it. It's all Mm. over the place. There are moms with a mission, and it's my fair lady, (laughs) and I'm thinking, you should put your efforts into something else. Like, you have a lot. You've got a big voice. You should maybe put it into child trafficking. How about do that and just leave my fair lady alone? (laughs) And the thing is, again, this goes back to, you know, yeah, if my fair lady were to be made today, shot for shot, exactly the same, and they included the smoking and things like that, it probably would not get a G rating. And I totally get that. But we have to understand that that wasn't the norm when the movie came out. And I think that that's a better opportunity to have conversations with your kids Mm -hmm. about, you know, yeah, things have changed. We didn't understand as much the implications health wise of smoking Mm -hmm. and -hmm. and things like that. Now we understand that because of lung cancer, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And that, those are conversations that you can have and discussions you can have. Like, you know, if my kids watch Peter Pan, we have a discussion about why the, the song about, you know, what makes the red man red is not really appropriate and mm-hmm. you know and it and it and the stereotypes that it talks about and things like that and so i think these are opportunities to have conversations mm-hmm. more than saying hey let's change the rating because parenting is not an autopilot thing that you can just say oh i'm gonna try like you should be aware of what your kids are watching regardless of what the yeah. rating is so yeah so those are my movies good picks um i also picked uh hayo Miyazaki <laughs> film <laughs> I Yay! did not pick Ratatouille, but but I picked a, a Hayao Miyazaki, and I'm sure I'm butchering that every time, and I apologize. He's an incredible director. Yeah. Um, as far as anime goes, I wanted to do Spirited Away. I um, love that one. But it's PG, so I couldn't pick yeah. that one. So I went with My Neighbor Totoro, ah. which is just a fantastic film. Um, and when you watch it, it is hard to believe that this film was made in 1988. Yeah. Is when oh it came wow! Out. I didn't realize it was that long ago. When I think of animation at that time frame, I mean Beauty and the Beast comes out a year later. But when I think of animation that we saw here in the states at that time frame, nothing looked like mm-hmm. My Neighbor Totoro. I mean, it is beautiful from start to finish, and um, it's fun, it's adventurous, and it deals with some serious issues. Like they're moving to the country so they can be closer to their mom, who's super sick, and and you know how they deal with that and plus it's got a giant totoro whatever totoro is yeah not to mention the cat bus which is also incredibly imaginative <laughs> and fun um the my first experience with this film was uh in high school my friends and i watched this because one of my friends is like you guys have to check this out this is so weird and we watched it and we loved it and then we put together a video presentation for our history class we thought it would be fun in the middle of our presentation to have a commercial for my neighbor Totoro and the cat bus. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is always a film that has stood out to me for that reason, if nice. nothing else. Um, but it is an amazing film. It's an amazing story, uh, well-directed and um, just well-animated. So that's my first pick. Um, my second is a non-animated movie. Um, and I went with Disney's The Rookie that came out. I, I almost that. that one. God, I, almost, I love one. The Rookie so much. That's a good one. I feel like G-rated films fall into two categories. They're either like animated made for kids or mm-hmm. they're just really old. And so they've just got the G rating because everything had the G rating. Right, right. The Rookie is an honest to goodness like film. It is uh-huh. made for you know anybody like there's my just... fair lady it's not it's not a real <laughs> what's that nothing keep going well, well my fair lady is... okay so what i mean by like so my fair lady know, falls into that older film category them. no it's fine i but, but what i mean by that is like now if you see a movie that's not animated and not geared toward kids then it's like pushing some kind of agenda or something where it's just and it's not very well done it's not... but this is like done by a major studio it's a disney mm-hmm. film um, and it's just well acted. Dennis Quaid is really good in this film. He's such um, a good actor. Yeah. And, and I just love it. I love the story. I love the idea that, you know, if there's something that you're passionate about, don't give up on it just because time has gone away or, um, you just feel like you can't, like, I love the idea of going out and trying again, even though it's late in life. And I love that he succeeds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a good, fun, feel good movie. And I love sports movies. So 
I'm going to be on board with almost anything. Like I will not sit down and watch a baseball game, but if you put on a baseball movie, I'm there for it. Like no problem. I don't mind baseball in the stands. Baseball on yeah, TV. Yeah, I can't hard. watch baseball on TV. Yeah, That's hard. Yeah, I agree. In the stands is great. You can get a hot dog. It's fun to be in the the atmosphere and the singing mm-hmm. and it, like it's just fun to be there. But yeah, watching it on TV at home, I don't understand. And that and baseball fans, like I love mm-hmm. you, and I think it's great that you love baseball, but. Put on a baseball movie and I don't care. I'll watch it. <laughs> I love They're all sports really movies good. and I barely ever do any sports or go to any sports games. So yeah, mm-hmm. well, like I, I feel that way about Miracle from um, you That's know, with the one. U.S. hockey uh, team. Yeah, I know nothing about hockey. I've been to one hockey game my whole life, and but I love this movie. I don't care that I don't know the sport at all. Like I, I get to uh, after that movie came out, I was working for a company and they wanted to do a a big sales meeting and used miracle as kind of their theme. And they brought Michael Ruzioni from the original hockey team in. He was the captain and the goalie. Um, I think he was the goalie. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, he got, no, he wasn't the goalie. Okay. Ruzioni wasn't the goalie. Um, but yeah, he was the captain. But anyway, he, he, uh, he got to come speak and we got to meet him and get an autograph. And that was, that was pretty cool. That's I, I like miracle quite a bit. That's a yeah. good movie. But it was also rated PG, so I didn't pick that one. But The Rookie is rated G, and it's fun. And I think that people should watch it. Um, And then my number three was Beauty and the Beast uh, that Mm. came out. um, That That animated, animated, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Listen, the live action was fine. But in a world where the animated version already existed and was fantastic, we didn't need a live action that was basically the same. The Lion King. That's my that's my complaint. The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast live action. That's my biggest complaint about both of those is we already have this movie and it's animated and it's nearly perfect. So why are we mm-hmm. doing yeah. this? At least Aladdin gave us something a little bit more, um, which was a nice surprise. But uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, this is the film, you know, along with, with Little Mermaid and Aladdin. I think of these three films as the ones that brought us into the Disney renaissance and yeah. they started doing some great animated films again. Uh, and brought us kind of out of that dark ages that you talked about, Val, earlier. Uh, but I, I've always had a soft spot for Beauty and the Beast. Um, I've always wanted, like when I was a kid, if if I were to say who my Disney princess crush would be, it would be Belle, for sure, mm. because I was like, she seems smart, she seems capable, and she doesn't mind big, ugly guys. So, like, I'm on board <laughs> with this. So... And I and I always joked about wanting to find my Belle someday, and and I feel like that's who I married with my wife, who's Aww. also really into books and really smart and capable. So, and it's her favorite movie as well. So that's one that we kind nice. of know for as well. Nice. So, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen Beauty and the Beast, I guess um, I'm surprised doing? and shocked. So <laughs> at least go, go watch and it. Have you these. ever have you ever tried the gray stuff? It is delicious. It is delicious. I had it at the, what is it? The Rose Tavern or whatever in mm-hmm. Disneyland that has it. We did like, we made a point to try the gray stuff and it was I really good. I still have not tried the gray stuff. Gray stuff is good. I, I think people just want it to be delicious. Okay. So here's the thing. It is good. It's fine. But like, it, it's like a, like a frosting kind of. It flavor. is very frosting. And it's very yeah. sweet. And mm-hmm. some people don't like it for that reason, but it, it wasn't bad. So. You know what we need to do is we need to have a um, a, your other podcast, Val, and talk about the food of the Disney parks. Uh, yeah. And that other <laughs> podcast is Multiplane Podcast. I don't know why Tracy was afraid I, to say the name. I, I had a brain cramp. For... <laughs> yeah, we're so actually we... we're planning on doing a bunch of these because now, like I, he's there for a long right. time. Oh yeah, I was only there for you know twelve hours. Um but still very happy that I was there. And so we're going to do a bunch of podcasts about the park coming up. So nice. Yeah. I, I love some of his behind the scenes stuff or, or not behind the scenes, but the Oogie yeah. Boogie Bash. Cause I've never actually been to that. Yeah. Um, that was fun to see. Yeah. yeah. It's um, I'll tell you, there was one that I meant to choose and I didn't, um, but I feel like we should mention it. It um, is Ardman studios first full length feature film chicken run. I oh, almost okay. picked Chicken Run too. Now whittle them down. Um, I love Chicken Run. Chicken Run what, was tell you what, I'll, I'll pick Chicken Run. You pick Ratatouille. <laughs> well, well, but we're that. not done talking about 
um, Beauty and the Beast yet. The cool okay. thing about Beauty and the Beast was all of, because you guys know how much I love sidekicks mm -hmm. in movies. Yep. And there were a plethora of sidekicks in this movie. I mean, Cogsworth alone is an amazing, amazing character. And then you have Lumiere. And then you've got Chip. And then you've got Mrs. Potts, who, like, these are all, like, characters that we love as much as the main characters in the movies mm -hmm, you know yeah. like they've made so much just on the merchandising of this film still like yeah. any any time you you don't see things with chip very often now but if you do it's sold out like it's yeah. you know it's beauty and the beast is one of those that you know now we even we're going to be having a series that's just gaston and oh, his right. character his character is so much fun. Um, wow. And I, they did such a great job, you know, with all of the music and yeah, I it just from, from start to finish um, was right on the beat and they made it so that bell in the end had to save him. Right. Right. Which I loved because before that you didn't really see that. It's not as, you know, like people, I think, think about it more with the newer ones that they're specifically like making that a thing. But back mm -hmm. then it was, you know, she one is trying to save her dad. Right. And then two, she ends up having to save beast as well. Um, and right. yeah, it was some really good storytelling for a little it, girl. I'm, well, I might be wrong. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the first animated feature nominated for best picture? It was the first animated feature nominated hey. for Best Picture. You are not wrong. It also won the Golden Globe for Best Musical or Comedy. Mm -hmm. And it was the first animated feature to do that. And uh, those facts are actually provided courtesy of our friend London, who commented on our Facebook page about that. Hi, thank I London. Comments, but thank you, so, London. Um, and she also, and one of the movies that she also mentioned was Land Before Time, which I do think we have right. to mention as an honorable mention because I think Land that Before made... Time, and I wanted one of on my honorable mentions was um, The Secrets of Nim. Yeah, I almost picked that one. Yes, that's another one that scared <laughs> me. There's so many. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that was very intense in parts, but it still holds up. I watched it a couple of years ago. Um, a friend held a screening over at ice house and uh and we had a kind of a get together with blake castleman and we ate ribs and watched secret of nim and it was it was it holds up yeah, yeah. and and then our friend craig also mentioned aladdin as mm. a, as another favorite. good one i mean yeah I that's mean, why i didn't pick one. like i didn't pick any of the big ones because like i figured it was just known that we would all love those so yeah and i and i picked beauty and the beast only because of those things like it is one that just really changed the way people looked at animated movies mm -hmm. and i feel mm -hmm. like it does still hold up um, that and ballroom you, sequence it's incredible incredible and it was i think one of the first to merge traditional animation with 3d animation mm -hmm. yeah i remember that being a big deal with like the behind the scenes they showed the kind of the 3d computer generated animation and I'm like, someday we'll make full movies like this. <laughs> and then Toy Story came along. So, but, but there there are a lot of good films, and I would definitely recommend like going out there and seeing, you know, lists of G-rated films. You might be surprised some of the ones that are on there. We didn't talk about any Muppets movies, and there's a lot of the Muppets. No, films I, I really thought Tracy was gonna have at least one we, Muppets we, movie. We've talked about a bunch of Muppets on on this show. So I haven't I didn't pick those, but I, yeah. I do have a major soft spot. And speaking of Muppets, coming up this week on uh Matinee Heroes presents Cast Off, you can watch me battle my brother of uh, the uh Glengarry Glen Ross recast with Muppets. That, that, and you get uh, to hear me try and do Muppet voices, which does not go well. <laughs> I I loved some of the lines that Craig picked for that and how your brother and you both just edited them because you're like, no, Muppets only do G-rated. Sorry. Uh, but uh, I sat in the studio audience for that one. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was, it's, like, I hope people will listen to it because it was a lot of fun and entertaining. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, yeah. Even if you've never seen Glengarry Glen Ross, just listening to Tracy doing the Muppet voices and Troy with some of the voices that he does. Which uh, he does well. I well, don't. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't listened to it, 
but he does well on the first few that he picks. And I think he picked those just because he does well. And I'd also like to throw out there. One of his picks, in my opinion, is not actually a Muppet. I would agree with that one. It's a Jim Henson creation, but not a Muppet. (laughs) Oh, we did get permission to use Sesame street just to try and broaden the scope, but okay. Well, that's, that's fine. then. He had not watched that movie. He cast just based off of IMDb and Wikipedia. Yeah, but here's the thing. If I looked at, if I was like, maybe I should watch this movie, and I looked at the description on IMDb, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm really okay without watching it. <laughs> Don't ever need to see it. It's it's yeah. it's well acted, it's well written, but it's um, yeah, it's it's to- toxic masculinity yeah. to the nth degree for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I know, all you need to know about the movie is coffee is for closers. All right, yep. that's that's really all you need to know. That's right, exactly. Um, but anyway, it, it was fun though. It was it was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be, just because I, was like, I don't know what this is going to be like. But it was fun, <laughs> so people should definitely check it out. Um, and we are looking forward to this month. I think we're we've got some good things planned. I mm-hmm. think we're doing classic monsters. Is that what we're doing? Correct. Okay. And I will be out for, I think, one of them, where okay. you might have a, a, a stand-in for Val. Cool. Okay. That'll Let's work. see if we can get somebody worked in there. I'm getting married. Woohoo! <laughs> You're going to Hawaii. Going to Hawaii. That feel, is going to be an awesome trip. I'm so excited it, for it's you. It's going to be so great. We're, we'll share we're lots. super excited. You I can't wait. To see Unfortunately, the dress. I'm not. I'm not going to uh, call you from Hawaii and do the show. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, we I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think that that makes sense. Um, no, I I'm excited to see you in the dress, but I'm mm-hmm. also we have seen the dress. We have. Dress we've, is... we've gotten a sneak peek. I oh, I have had it kiss. altered, so you yeah. haven't seen the final version ooh, of the dress. Ooh, okay. But I'm also very intrigued to see what dave wears so i'll be so honest that's almost as exciting both. as anything Me else too. <laughs> <laughs> so that that and we'll make sure uh once we have pictures that we can post we'll post it on the movies that make yeah. us page because i think we have listeners that would be interested in that mm-hmm. as well and, and want to wish you the best so yeah there yeah. will be a video so you, you're welcome to post the video link of the ceremony if you want and, and Dave's a good guy, but man, he's marrying up. Oh, those are so nice. I feel like I'm getting the best of this you, deal. You are. So. D- Dave is a really, really good yeah, dude. Dave, it was yeah, fun to really solid. yeah, it was yeah. good to, yeah, because we, I think we, I maybe had met him once. And I don't know that you've had met him I before. I had met him. And he's just a really great guy. I mean, mm-hmm. just super personal, super nice, um, and incredibly talented. Man, yeah. some of the ink that he did, even just at Fan X, was just incredible. So, he's if really you're in the market, talented and he's super smart, like the the crap that he knows about everything is just crazy to me. Because I can't remember what I did yesterday, yeah. but like I bring up something, and he's like, "So you know?" And then he gives me some like tidbit of history on it, and I'm like, "Where do you put all of this? Where do you store that?" Well, I've noticed. Just since becoming Facebook friends with him, some of the memes that he posts, I'm like, oh my god, deep cuts. Like, you gotta know what's going on to get what why this is funny. And if you do, they're hilarious. But sometimes I'm like, I don't get this one. I'm gonna, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff I don't get either. I have to tell you guys though, um, he he had he schemed this big surprise for me as a Mm. Christmas present slash um, Valentine's Day present. And I got him to spill the beans, not on purpose, but mm. he is taking me to North Pole, Alaska for that's... Valentine's Day. Okay, that's cool. And he was going to wow. give it to me as a Christmas present. Um, and him and Sammy have been like scheming and putting it together. And I told Sammy, he told me, and she's like, why? And I'm like, well, it was, we were having a conversation at lunch and things happened. And then I just guessed. Because I'm like, why would we be going to the North Pole, right? And so he's like, we're going to North Pole, Alaska. And he showed me like this little like North Pole town in Alaska. I'm like, but you hate Christmas. And he's like, but you love it. Aww. And he, Alaska will be 
after Hawaii, it will be his 50th state. He will now oh, wow. have gone to all 50 cool, states. Cool, but we're going to see the cool. Northern Lights. We are going to go dog sledding. Um, yeah. We're going to do like all this stuff for Valentine's Day. So while you guys are living it up eating chocolates, I'm going to be freezing my butt off, but it's still going to be a great time. So that's why he's so great. Like he, he's good. He's that's a awesome. steamer, but in a good way. That's that's awesome. We're staying and in a little elf cottage. That is cool. All I, I, I am starting to now realize that every year we get to hear about the exploits of Sammy and Dave for last <laughs> Christmas stuff. That's true. Because last true. year it was the engagement that came, and it was amazing and awesome. And now we've they're planning the... something for the wedding, and they keep yeah. having secret meetings. <laughs> and at first, they told me it's because I'm not eating sweets, and so they're like stashing them in Sammy's room, and that's why they keep meeting up there. And then I found out, well, that's kind of a lie. So <laughs> something is going to happen at the wedding other than Dave's suit that I don't know about. And you guys know how I get when like, I've planned this whole wedding. Right. I planned our, he only knows of one thing. Well, two things we're doing on our honeymoon. One of them is zip lining because he is really afraid of heights. So I did not want to surprise him with that. That's not nice. That's and the other thing is we're going to be getting um, couples massages on the beach. Yes. Um, but he doesn't know about anything else um, that we're doing. And I hope that he likes it because I think it's going to be fun, but we'll see. But him and Sammy and his mom are scheming about something that's going to happen. And I know nothing of it. I have not planned it. I don't know if it works within my plans. So I'm excited, but also I'm a little like anxious about it. Stay tuned. If, if past schemes have taught us anything though, Val, it's just going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Just let it happen. Cause it's going to yeah, be great. I am. I'm trying to relax. <laughs> If past schemes have taught us anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, sorry, Tracy. I, I cut you off. Say, we, need more, we need more schemes in our lives, don't we? We do. These yeah. kind of schemes, for sure. These yes, are the yes. kind of schemes that we all need more of. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, Well, thank you so much for listening. That is our picks for G-rated movies. Um, we will be back next week with a classic monster movie, and you won't want to miss that. Um, thank you so much, uh, those that saw us at FanX. It was so great to meet you. So uh, much and, fun. And I just realized we have great listeners and uh, that's just awesome. Just a great thing. So you can find us in all the places on social media. You can also find us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you would, it would be awesome if you would leave a review for us there so other people can find the podcast as well. So thank you so much. And we won't see you at the movies. Bye. Bye. Are you going to sing us out with anything, Tracy? Do you have any? Uh... Beauty on the beach. <laughs> <laughs>